welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. I know it's been a little while, but I have got an amazing episode for you today. Um, I have interviewed the wonderful Sabi Kerr, and in today's episode, we're talking all about self-love. And I used to come from a place that self-love was um, a little bit almost like arrogant. Um, I actually talk about it in the episode, but one of the beliefs I had, I had this memory of almost being like in the playground and hearing other girls saying things like, oh, you love yourself so much. Not necessarily to me, but just to other people. And this episode is basically Sabby and I talking all about how self-love is so important, how it's so important for your business, for how you show up, for your well-being. And we have set a little challenge at the end of the episode and we would love you to tag us in it, to get involved. If you're not on social media, then please, please, please feel free to send me an email. You'll find all of the details at the end, but I hope you absolutely love this episode. If you want to know more about Sabi, you can find all of her details in the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments for me, you know the drill. Tag me on Instagram or send me an email if you're not on social media and I would absolutely love to hear from you. One final thing that I have to say, drum roll please. Right, that was a drum roll. <laughs> Maybe I should have done that in sound effects instead. Uh, my YouTube channel is starting. So my first video is gonna be up tomorrow, which is gonna be Thursday the 22nd of August. This YouTube channel is gonna be another way that you can get my mindset tips, positivity, talking about manifestation. And if you've got any videos that you would like me to do, please send me a message because I would absolutely love to hear from you. So the first video is going live tomorrow on Thursday, 6 p.m. BST. Search on YouTube for Victoria Maskell Coaching and you will find my YouTube channel. Go and check out my new artwork from the amazing Brand 13. If you want to know anything more about her illustrations, let me know and I will send you her details because she's fantastic as well. Right, enough of me chit-chatting. Let's dive into the episode where I'm talking to Sabi Kerr all about self-love. Okay, Sammy, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Why don't we start by, let me throw it open to you. Why don't you tell all the listeners a little bit about you and what you do? 
Ah, oh, thank you so, so much for having me. Um, so I'm a self-love and transformational life coach and I guide women to love themselves, to have a better relationship with themselves so they then can go and create magic in every area of their life. We can't separate the relationship that we have with ourselves to our work, our other relationships, our lifestyle, like it is all interconnected. And the more I do this work, the more I see that all those things that people really, really want to achieve outside can only feel powerful and sustainable once they've done the inner work. So it's working on themselves so that they can then have those incredible shifts outside. I love that. I love that you said creating magic as well. That just mm. sparks. And for everyone listening, I know you can't see Sabi right now, but I am watching her. She just exudes this air. We've, we met in the event, <laughs> but this yeah. air of just, oh, like magic. I can't even describe it, but oh, I'm so happy you <laughs> right. Oh, thank you. Let's start then with that kind of famous question. Let's start with mm. what is self-love? Yeah, yeah, and that's a big question. And the thing is, I think it means a, something a little different to everybody. Um, and there are so many definitions, but really for me, it is about accepting myself as I am in this moment, knowing that there is not something I need to fix about myself. I'm perfect as I am. And really it's just relearning that, relearning that truth that we are fully whole as we are. And when we can feel really, really worthy as we are right now, that's when the outside things start to shift the way we would really like them to, you know, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We both talk a lot about the inner work, don't we? Mm, yes. To, or I nearly said fix, needing to get to a good place on the inside to see the manifestations, to see the outside kind of fitting that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Okay. I would love to talk about something. So a lot of the stuff I talk about is mindset, things, experiences mm. that are like laid down in childhood. And one of the things that I can vividly remember in childhood was this mm. criticism around self-love. So I can picture, it wasn't necessarily to me, but people saying, oh, you love yourself. And that mm. kind of playground antics around, oh, you love yourself. And I think that's so easy to translate into adulthood that self-love is arrogant or self-love is selfish or that yeah. I'm self-absorbed. So can you, kind mm. of, can you kind of dive into this? Because I bet there are people yeah. listening, thinking and feeling the same. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that comes up every time, especially as women, we've been taught that it's show offy to mm -hmm. boast about ourselves. We've been taught that we need to be modest, that we need to shrink, that we kind of need to hide the fullness of who we are. Um, so that's allowed us to kind of take a step back and to be smaller than who we are and to be fearful of really embracing ourselves and actually Fully celebrating ourselves is not selfish, it's actually selfless. Because, and I was saying this in a workshop I had today, um, when you can fully step into your power, fully love yourself, embrace who you are, number one, you have more to give to others. When you're feeling like you are your absolute best, you can then give more to others. But number two, another way that it's selfless is actually people are inspired by you stepping into your power and it almost gives them permission to do the same. Mm. Like Victoria's doing this. I, I can do this too. Like if yeah. she's doing it, then I can do it too. 
So it's totally selfless, really, you know, you're doing something incredible for yourself, but you're also helping other people. Yeah. I love that idea of almost like giving people other people permission to be unapologetically themselves. And I love social media. I do love social media, but definitely Mm. since kind of starting my business, I've started to reflect more in a negative way, I think, than I ever have done about myself. The comparisonitis that I've talked about on the podcast before, and that sort of, am I doing the right thing? Am I good enough? But would you say that if we ground ourselves in, I am perfect as I am, I am in my own little bubble, would you say that that's a good place to then move forward from? That is definitely a good place to move forward from. And I think also, especially on the comparison um, situation, it's looking at the people that are around you, the people that you do follow on social media. And some people are super inspiring and you're looking up to them in like, a, she's amazing and I'm really inspired by her. Like that's positive. But if there are people that are putting out content that are, aren't making you feel great, like unfollow, you know, like unfollow and release any kind of relationships that are making you feel bad about yourself. So I think it's knowing how incredible you are and standing in that power of I am worthy just as I am. But if there are things that are making you feel crappy, like it's okay to not have them in your life, you know? Yeah. Just kind of create our own bubble and don't let the negative come into our own feeling of who we are. Mm, yeah absolutely where do you think like this might be a little bit philosophical but we'll go there Mm. where do you (laughs) think um these barriers to self-love kind of come from do you think it's learned do you think it's part of culture or do you do you think we're just naturally fearful of not being liked by people it's it's learnt behavior for sure we didn't come out of the womb with these fears um marianne williamson's book a return to love it's one of my favorite books and the quote like right at this introduction of that book says like when we were born we were programmed perfectly for love and all of the fear that we've had since that day has been learned society has taught us to be fearful it's taught us to be in competition society has taught us scarcity it's taught us all of these difficult things that are actually in contradiction to who we really are and she says i think one of my favorite quotes in the book she says like the spiritual journey is the unlearning of fear because it's learned. So the unlearning of fear and the relearning and the reacceptance of love back into our hearts. Like that's how we are naturally. So all of these, yeah, these limiting beliefs, these blocks, these fears, they are, they are learned and Mm. they're not truths. They're not who we really are. Yeah. I mean, I was um, like a behavioral psychologist would say, yeah, we're born as a tabula rasa, literally blank slate. Mm. And then everything Mm. else is put on us. I was even hearing that genetically we could be impacted by six generations before us and their beliefs and their fears and their experiences. And absolutely, isn't it mind blowing that that's how we become the creatures that we are. And I love that. Did you say it was Marianne Williamson who has just said the book was Return to Love? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. One of my favorites. (laughs) You're going to have to check that out because actually that idea of our journey is unlearning because we so mm. that's like the reverse way to the way we kind of usually think that we've got to learn and grow well actually we yeah. need to get back to that point that yeah oh yeah. i love that absolutely okay. let me dive into another question then yeah go what for it. what does let's talk about it from a business perspective then mm. what does 
having self-love look like in a business? What does, yes. that, what does that translate to be? And I, I love that because so often people think that self-love is like this fluffy feminine topic. <laughs> and it's like, no, it impacts every area of your life, especially your business, especially if you're a service business where you are your brand, mm. like how you feel about yourself is everything in your business. Yes. So from, from, especially for that kind of business, you know, if you have true self-love and you feel worthy, you are going to be able to more confidently show up online, on social media, talk to the world. You're going to have the confidence to ask for the money your product or service deserves. You know, yes. you, feeling, you feeling truly worthy means you can then say, my services deserve this amount. You know, there's no doubting that. So yeah. money blocks are often a self-love issue. It's the lack of worthiness. Do I really d deserve to be asking for this much money? Sorry, that's something I see in a lot of the coaching. Mm. Big questions yeah. come around. Can I charge this? What should I set yeah. my pricing? So many people who are incredible at what they do, but, but mm. offer everything for free. I'm, I'm feeling guilty around charging. And I, can, I love how you, did, yeah. you kind of paired that together and said, actually, it all comes from self-worth, how we feel yeah. about ourselves, our abilities. And yeah, again, like so many of us coaches in this sort of industry, we are our business. And if we're not in the right place, then our business isn't in the right place. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, money blocks, 100%. Sorry, I think yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying that's so true. It's, it's seeing the value that you have to offer the world and knowing that you deserve to be paid for that. And that's totally to do with how you feel about yourself. Um, and yeah, so many other things, things like having your photos being taken and being proud to like show that to the world. <laughs> I know some people that are, really like not confident and don't want to be seen <coughs> oh got a little bit of a oh, this is real life real life podcasting real life <laughs> yeah i agree i think that kind of self image like social media again there's mm. so much encouragement to be on video to be putting your face out there and that's where yeah. the comparison comes back in totally totally so being <laughs> comfortable showing up online showing your face showing up as you mm. not feeling like you have to be anyone else yeah being I, able to stand in your power i i heard that the kind of well it was an influencer <laughs> who was saying that she thinks the new trend for instagram for mm. social media is going to be no filters it's going to be not kind of stylized photos it's going to be real raw like yeah slightly scary but real life kind of content and i can see that mm. happening. there's some accounts yeah. that i follow and i look at them like wow she's really raw but i like it i don't know if yeah. i'm fully there yet i think <laughs> i'm still at a stage where i'm happy to share certain elements of my life but i'm mm. uh, there are certain things that i'm like mm, i'm not sure i'm ready for that on social media yet but I can mm. see that movement of yeah. life is actually appealing to people because it, that, like I watch, I won't say who it is, but I watch this person's stories and I go, oh, okay, I could do that. And by that, I mean, mm. I can show up in that way. And it's like you were saying, yeah. being yeah. unapologetic about who we are and, and what we look like and how we talk and what we yeah. love. And oh yeah. Exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that there perfection doesn't exist you can just show up as you and actually that's what people love to see 
if they want to buy from you. Yeah. People want to, people buy from humans, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So knowing that they know you a little bit more and knowing and watching you stand fully in your power as you is so appealing for the customers that want to buy from you. Yeah. That raw confidence. I just thought Mm. something. So yeah. I mean, right. This could be a little bit philosophical again, but does that mean (laughs) perfectionism and self-love can't go hand in hand? Yeah, perfectionism is one of the biggest blocks to self-love. One of the biggest blocks. Perfectionism is saying, I need to be something other than I am. What I am right now isn't good enough. I need to get it perfectly right. You know, it's that constant feeling of putting pressure on ourselves to be more than who we are. Mm. So yeah, perfectionism is really one of the, the biggest blocks to truly loving ourselves as we are now. Yeah, and I can see how that is laid down in childhood because a lot of Mm. what we do is school related and obviously school encourages the best possible performance and I think sometimes that can be interpreted as oh my goodness I got nine out of ten I'm a failure but it's about reframing and going oh my god I'm amazing I got nine I got five I got four I got two yes rather than like the optimistic look of it rather than the pessimistic what like what can I learn from it what can I what does this show about me rather than what does it show that I'm not absolutely absolutely totally and that that's the thing we have learned so many so many different things like that have happened along the course of our lives to build that lack of self-love in so it really is about that unlearning that reframing that learning to see these things in a different way yeah Amazing. So was there anything else around this, how it shows up in business? We've kind of talked about the money side. We've talked about the visibility side. Anything else that you see with the people you work with? Yeah, money, visibility, being able to really confidently market and shout out and celebrate the work that you do. Mm -hmm. Like knowing the work that you do is incredible. And like that, that shows when, when you are fully 100% behind your work, like your potential customers, clients are going to see that. And you can only really be fully 100% in love with the work that you do. If it's your own business, if you are fully 100% in love with, with yourself, you know, because yeah. most of the time in, in these kind of businesses, that are soul led, especially like we are our businesses. We put so much of ourselves into our businesses. So yeah, the two are totally, totally linked. Yeah. Oh, that gives me chills because it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are your business, but you are. You're the one on video. You're the one talking to the clients. You're the one with the skills that you're putting out yeah. to help and support people. So yeah. okay, let's let's then move on to what do you think the biggest blocks are to self-love? Like mm. what are these barriers that are getting in people's ways, stopping them from stepping into this version of themselves where they're like, yeah, I'm really happy with I am with the way I am. Yeah, I have flaws, but I love it. Mm. Yeah, I see lots of common limiting beliefs that are, you know, that are self-love blocks. Mm-hmm. Like the the perfection one, like my service must be perfect before I launch it. Like my offer has to be spot on before I launch it. And that's a self-love issue. That's kind of saying what I am and what I'm offering isn't good enough right now. So that's a massive one. Um, Another one is there are, there are other people that know better than I do. There are other people that are more experienced than me that are better at speaking than me. So again, that comparison thing. So the perfectionism, self-love block, 
the comparison self-love block and comparing yourself to other to your competitors to other people in your industry that are doing similar things and that kind of holding you back um the the pricing block the i can't ask for that price because it will be turned down is really i'm not worth asking for that mm -hmm. i don't deserve that that's what that really means that fear of being turned down is really i'm not worthy of asking for that price yeah. um so perfectionism comparison price and what I often see actually, which I believe is a self-love block, is like a, I don't have a big enough audience to make any impact. Like a, I'm, I'm scared to put myself out there because there's, there are enough people. And it's like, if you truly value the work that you are doing and value yourself, you will see that anyone that is out there is, you know, a potential customer, a potential client. And it's like, speak to the people that you already have. Mm -hmm. And when you truly value who you are and what you do, you are able to do that, whether you have an audience of like one or one million. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> and actually, it's made me think of something. So do you think age can be a self-love block? And I ask this because I can see that there are going to be people, maybe listen to this podcast. Mm. I, I know there's, I've got like some people who are quite, quite youthful. I'm not going to say young because that's mm. sounding like that it's a bad thing. But what about age as a block? Because I think some people think I'm too young. I don't know enough. Mm -hmm. And then I think yeah. there's kind of a group of other people that say, I've missed the chance. Everyone's in their twenties to make an impact. Yeah. I have to be like, what, yeah. what do we do about the age, the age block? Yeah. It's totally that totally is a block because it's saying how I am right now and what I have to give right now isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. um, and actually it's reframing it to say like, there are people that are really going to want to buy me because I'm younger. Yeah. You know, there are going to be people that look to me and, and want a young person to work with them that want to buy from a younger person because she gives me a perspective that I can't get from someone older and vice versa for the person that's older. Yeah. So actually it is seeing those things that you're fearful of or that you see as blocks and realizing that they are your greatest gift and your greatest power. Yeah, I saw an article, maybe this is why I just thought of that, but I saw an article, mm. I think it was a Times article, but I just scrolled past it as you do on social media. And this yeah. <laughs> the headline was, people will never realize the importance or the beauty in aging. And I was like, mm. oh my God, I've never seen a headline written like that. And there's in the UK, there's um, a TV program that's on at the moment with a comedian and she's talking about pressures on women and one of the things she mentions is this idea of age that you have to in like society thinks you have to change your face you have to be young if you're over 35 you're gone you're done you're not yeah. wanted and i think that has a massive impact on self-love but yeah. My, yeah. Kind of, my kind of question i guess here is do you think men have the same problems the same blocks the same issues with self-love I think they do, but it's actually even harder for them to express that they have those blocks. Wow. I think, I think for men, it's, you know, men are taught to man up, to be strong, to not show their emotions. Um, so th those are massive blocks that men have. Um, but that actually means it's even harder for them to be, to be vulnerable and outwardly express that they do have the same worries about, um, 
showing up online and asking for the price that they deserve and feeling fully worthy. So I think they do, but it's kind of almost been taught to them that it's even less acceptable for them to feel it. Yeah. So it's probably even further pushed down and suppressed. Yeah. So as human beings, we all have these issues, these worries, these blocks, because as you said, it's all learned, but it just translates in a different way because we could argue that society, I know you can't see, I'm doing the little air quotes. Yeah. (laughs) Says women need to be young and youthful and beautiful to be accepted. Society says men need to be strong and powerful and kind of manly to be accepted. And actually self-love is however I am, male, female, young, old, whatever, I'm perfect. And that's yeah. my gift. That's who I am. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> right. we're, we're sending everyone listening self-love. That's, that's the time. Absolutely. So let's say there are people listening to this and they're really resonating with it. What tips mm. could you give them? And I feel like I need some of these tips as well. So like mm. what tips can you give for people to either increase their self-love or it might even be just start a self-love journey like what what tips what can they do yeah so for me especially if you're at the start it's about starting to build a bank of like tools in your self-love toolbox things ways of seeing the world but also things that you can start to build into your daily routine and one of the main things is listening to your language and listening to your to your inner voice and the words that you use. Um, but starting to shift that around to have actual things that you can do daily. So I really like mirror work um, and I suggest it to lots of my clients. Standing in front of the mirror, like one minute a day, we all have one minute a day. Stand in front of the mirror and shoot yourself love. Kind of step one is to kind of look in the mirror and say it in your head. Like, I love this about you. I love that about you, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Step two is actually to say it out loud, you know, and to actually say it really hyping yourself up, get (laughs) animated. Like um, in my workshop today, we actually got our phones out and I got them to all record speaking to themselves, videoing themselves, hyping themselves up. Like, you're amazing. I love you. Look at this incredible work you're doing. Look how great your business is going. People love you. People want to buy from you. All of this stuff. And it's like, that only takes one minute a day. So that's like my quick, easy tip that I think I would suggest everyone start doing now. Yeah. Um, but there's so many more things, you know, doing things that make you feel good, doing, bringing more joy into your life, um, practicing gratitude more often. Um, like the list is, the list is endless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That first one, I really like that idea, but it's, again this is I'm going to talk about it in terms of a block that I'm releasing if anyone's mm. a Friends fan do you have you watched Friends do you know that the TV mm, yeah do you know yeah. that I mean when I talk about um oh my god Bruce Willis and he's in the mirror when they're in that cabin and he's like you're a neat guy you're a neat guy and Ross is hiding under the bed at the time and they take the mickey out of him but yeah. that knows that we are like I laughed at that bit in the program I thought it's hilarious and now I'm reflecting and I'm like whoa Actually, yeah. we were mocking a character for feeling good about themselves. And that's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. where are we coming from if we actually appreciate self-deprecation? That's not yeah. the thing, is it? Absolutely. I love you. I can't remember that Friends episode, but I can totally imagine it in my head. And yeah, I love that you realize that. And that that is why this self-love stuff is hard, especially if you're starting, because 
it's not something that we're taught at school. No. It's not something that we're taught should be celebrated. You know, we're taught to be modest and we're taught to stay small. Mm. Um, so that's why it can be so uncomfortable when you're starting out to speak to yourself in that way. Yeah. But it's like, we have, no, we have no problem celebrating our friends and our family and our, our loved ones. No problem speaking to them in that way, but yeah. to ourselves out loud. It's in, yeah, and I think uncomfortable is the exact word because from a subconscious point of view, anything that's different feels uncomfortable if it's out of our mm. comfort zone. And actually one of the things I get people to do is I get them to imagine that their friend was describing them. So like they can mm. step out of that, as you said, that modesty, that kind of, oh no, I mustn't say good things about myself. And you're right, we praise our friends. We're like, oh my God, you look amazing in that dress. You're awesome, yeah. you're rocking your business. But to ourselves, we're like, oh no, everything's going fine. I need to, I yeah. need to make changes, but it's, it's all okay. And it's like, yeah. Ah. So I think everyone listening to this, I would absolutely love it if you, if you could tag me in your stories. I would love it if you could let Savvy and I know what your self-love looks like. You can send us yeah. a picture. Um, I'm going to tag Savvy's um, Instagram in the show notes. So, and I will tag it on my Instagram stories as well. If you're not on social media, you know the drill, send me an email. <laughs> um, but I would love to see this. I would love from this episode to build a little bit of a self-love movement where we're mm. all sharing things that we actually like about ourselves unapologetically. So let's get yeah. rid of this boastfulness, arrogance, conceited. There's none of that after this episode. Let's yeah. share some self-love, some positivity. Tag Savvy, um, tag me if you're on Instagram. We would love to see it, wouldn't we? Yes. Oh, absolutely. And that's the powerful thing. Seeing other people do it gives you permission to do it as well. So the more people that do it, the more we're like, ah, okay, I can do it too. And that's exactly what we want. I love it. Amazing. Right. Savvy, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, they can head over to my Instagram, which is just my name, Savvy.ker or my website, SavvyKerr.com. Very see easy. See, we easy. follow the same pattern. Victoria.maskell, savvy.ker. Victoria Maskell. It's like we were there meant to be. There we go. Right. I will make sure they're in the show notes so that everyone can click on them. They can come and find you. I'm gonna tag you on Instagram as well. Thank Perfect. you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've loved oh, this episode. I'm feeling too. more self-love. Um, and yeah, yeah thank you too. so much. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Yeah, right. I will speak to you very soon then. Yeah, Bye. speak to you soon. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.